Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello and welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter, at Bibbs Corner, Instagram, at MBibbs. And uh, am I anywhere else that you... Oh yeah, you can follow the movie reviews at Have You Seen, that's S-C-E-N-E, pod, Have You Seen, pod. Joined as always by my co-host Reese Williams at Mind of Reese on Instagram, at Mind of Reese on YouTube, at Mind of Reese Reviews on TikTok. Mavs got clapped. Reese, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. Uh cool, cool little weekend cap. Uh I did miss the first half of the game because I told you I was going to a brunch, right? Quick story. Let me tell you about this. All right, talk about the brunch. So, um, it's my friend's birthday. Well, her birthday's tomorrow. Uh, her boyfriend hit me and some more of her friends up like, hey, I'm uh, throwing her a brunch on Sunday. She don't know about it, bop, 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 at 1 o'clock. So, I'm like, all right, cool. Then the game got pushed to 1.30 Central, which is 2.30 my time. So, I'm like, all right, I still got some time. So, I get there. We get there around like 1.15. The reservation is actually for 1.30. He told us 1 o'clock because he know black people be late. So I'm like, all right, that's an extra 30 minutes off. He's not lying, but that's an extra 30 minutes off. <laughs> so... Not at 1.15, you thought it was at what? It's perfect. No, he told us to get there. He said no later than 1.15 because it's a surprise. Okay. But I would have gotten there 15 minutes sooner if en route to the restaurant I didn't get stuck in traffic because a train was coming by on the train tracks. Not only did the train go on the train tracks, it, it stopped. Like it stopped moving. That happened. That's happened to me before. So I had to detour completely. So that's one thing. I'm like, all right, cool. Long as I still make it there before she get there, it's fantastic. So uh, we wait. They finally get there around like 120 something. We wait in a little bit. Uh, not too long. Nothing crazy. Um, we sit down. We order drinks. When I tell you, they said, what you want to drink? I said, lemonade. It took them about 10, 15 minutes to bring me a fucking lemonade. I ordered my food before my damn drink came out. What? What did did they have to go pick the lemons? Like, first of all, the lemonade was delicious. I could tell they actually, it actually came from lemon. Like, it wasn't fountain. It actually came from lemons. Okay, this wasn't Minute Maid. Okay. But goddamn, did they go pick the lemons too? Because it took like... T- a dude ordered a Sprite at the same table as me. His Sprite came out. His wife, Mimosa, came out 10 minutes after that. And then about five, six minutes after that, my damn lemonade came. And I'm like, bro, why can't you bring all the drinks at once? Like, it's taking so long. So, all right, cool. You know, whatever. 20 more minutes go by. I'm exaggerating. It's probably 10, 15 more minutes. Then I finally get my food. I sent a text. to. I'm about to check to see what time I sent this text. I sent a text to my girlfriend and said, still ain't eight. It's 2.25 and I still ain't eight. Now, granted, the food came like five minutes after I sent that text. 
But 225, and I still ain't eight. And we all got there together an hour before that. Right? Cool. So it's a group of us. I can't remember how many of us it was. Maybe like 10, something, somewhere around that. And we all about to pay. You know, you know how, you know how this shit go. And you usually think, uh, somebody ain't got some money. Somebody don't want to do this. Nah, it was the restaurant. Because some restaurants, obviously, they can't split all the checks up. That's cool. They'll do one check. Everybody will take a card like, hey, this would take this off of that. Take this off of that. Here's some cash. Right? This restaurant said we can only take one card. It got to be all on one card. What? I ain't never ever in my life. I ain't never heard that in my life. There's a whole lot of sweating going on. And I'm just just like, what? And he like, yeah, can I talk to a manager? Because I ain't never heard that before. Party of 10 with mimosas and shit mixed in? Like, what what are we doing? The, The check was like 400 something. Hell no. So me, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, man, I got some cash on me. My total of what I ordered came to like thirty something dollars. Here's the forty dollars I got in cash. You can keep the change. Like, I gave it to the boyfriend. So I, I paid mine. We ended up having to do it. I think they ended up letting them split it into like three. I don't know how they did it. I paid mine in cash, but that was crazy. Um, I will not be going back to that restaurant for group outings. You gotta actually leave a review on that one. Like that's yeah, that's, that's and the crazy thing is I had never heard of the place, and it's like mostly seafood, and I'm not really big on seafood like that, so I don't really go to a lot of seafood restaurants. So I looked up the menu prior to see what I want because if I didn't see something. If I saw, if I didn't see anything I want, I was going to find an excuse not to go. So I was looking up reviews on Google and a lot of people was like, you know, oh yeah, it's good. Bop, bop, bop. You know, oh yeah. Make sure y'all eat the compliment, uh, the complimentary cornbread. That shit was hit. Usually they got complimentary rolls, but complimentary cornbread is. I said, that's, that's, I ain't heard of that one. It's delicious. My burger that I got was delicious, but they out they fucking mind with that check shit. That's that's it took too damn long to bring me my food and my lemonade. Damn it, (laughs) food was good, service was slow, and they made it inconvenient for everybody by making y'all pay with pay on one car. That's the goofiest shit I heard in my life. Yeah, I ain't never heard that before, bro. Ever. That's wild, especially like to wait to the end. Wait till the end to tell us that. That's yeah, fuck, fuck all of that. I'm sorry, like <laughs> y'all got me fucked up. If I if I had more people from Baltimore or from Maryland that listen to this podcast, I specifically say the name of the restaurant, but it's no point because like it's a couple. It's a couple, but all right. Yeah, I I ain't gonna do them like that. All right. What you what you supposed to do as an influencer is make a little video as an influencer manager hit you up, hit you with some complimentary shit or whatever. And then you got to make another video after the last video. You know, I was contacted by X, Y, Z person <laughs> invited me to a complimentary dinner, blah, blah, blah. That's they can hit me with some of that complimentary cornbread, man. Look, 
that joint was whew, moist. Melting your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Speaking of questionable statements, did you see your boy Luca at the podium? The other you day? Sent it to me on Instagram. Play like, along, motherfucker! Goddamn! <laughs> I saw that. I'm like, bro, Luca has been between that and the damn at practice that one time. He been hanging with dudes in Texas uh-huh. way too long. Like he's adjusting way too well. Like. And Reggie, all Reggie could do was put his head down. I'm about to say Reggie had to act like he could he didn't react to it. Uh you remember uh Jokic got in trouble for saying the homo that one time. Was it Jokic or was it somebody else? It was Jokic. Somebody oh. posted the clip and said you can say pause. I don't I, I think, say pause, I don't think it's the same. I think um I think those people got upset when you, when they said no homo though. Right, because it's specifically referencing yeah. sexuality. Um yeah, but that was funny. Luca, Luca, Luca's hilarious. Um, we gonna talk about this team, I guess. I ain't got nothing to talk about. I mean, I, I don't for the most part. It's like when I when I left the restaurant, um, it wasn't halftime yet. It was still it was probably like six minutes left in the second quarter. So went to the NBA app, put on the audio, listen to the no, not the audio. I let the video play, but I'm listening to it. Obviously, I can't watch it. <laughs> checking the score and whatnot. I'm like, all right, it seemed pretty close. Um, I get home and I think the third quarter is, it's like eight minutes left in the third. So I'm watching it. Uh, I'm watching the game and it just slowly starts getting away from them. And I'm just like this, I'm not going to lie. When I found out that Paul George and Kawhi was both playing, I said, we're going to lose this game. Yeah. I'm glad they decided to play basketball tonight. Very excited about that. Um, hey, they look good. What can I say? Good for them. I mean, they were the better team. We'll get into that. Uh, before we get into the episode, though, there's something that we I need to be doing more of. We need to be doing more of early in the episode. Uh, we don't do it enough. But if you're listening, there's a chance that you have not left us a five-star review yet. Based on the podcast numbers and the numbers of reviews, this shit ain't adding up. <laughs> it sounds like you pressing them. <laughs> I need my reviews, all right? <laughs> I will check you one by one. If I got to, we come and knock it. Tax it on the review. No, I'm scared. We ain't going to do all that. But if you have not left a five-star review on Apple or Spotify, now will be a great time to do so. Go ahead and hit that pause button. <laughs> takes five seconds to just leave the five star if you want to add some words to it on apple even better help us out in the algorithm help more people join the outsider gang uh what are we talking about instagram instagram followers have trickled up might actually see some posts here and there somebody called me out the other day said, oh instagram content Ooh, it's okay uh yeah, we, we we might have to get some reels and shit going. Um, so you post a lot on your main page about the math stuff. Any, I usually try to post on the the outside of Instagram and then share it to the Mavs if it's okay. like that. I'll share stuff from the Mavs page if it comes across, but other than that, not a lot going on there. 
um, for me anyway. The uh, YouTube, Mavs Outsiders YouTube, still need those subscribers. Get them up. Hit them up. Let's get back to this game. So, Mavs and Clippers. <sighs> Rivalry is old as time, it seems, at this point. Uh, as Reese mentioned, PG and Kawhi both decided to show up. Game started, you know, coming off last week, or not last week, was it Friday, where uh, we played the Miami Heat. Whole lot of talk about we don't need no Christian Wood, et cetera, so forth. And immediately, the Clippers were all over the offensive glass. Like, I don't think they had a single possession where they didn't get at least two opportunities to score the first half of the first quarter. Um, you know what's crazy? The fact that you mentioned the Christian Wood thing. When I was scrolling through Twitter, like, during the game, this was when the game was close still. I can't remember who it was, but I saw them tweet. I'm starting to think SJ might have been right about Wood, and he tagged SJ. Now, I don't know what, like, he was referring to. That I say, SJ didn't like Wood's personality. She wasn't, she wasn't tweeting anything. She didn't get into the game, like, tweeting during the I game. I assumed that that would mean prior, like, before the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. It definitely meant prior. I still don't know exactly what. I don't see, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But that was in reference to, I could be wrong, and it could be a positive thing uh, that she said. But I did already start to see Wood chirpings, really, on the top. Like just that tweet. I mean, I wasn't saying a lot. I saw that. I almost didn't see anybody talking about Wood. I, I even went after the game and tried to see if I could find anybody talking. About I only that. saw that when the game was still close. Okay. But yeah, like the only but thing, again, it could have been something positive. The only thing I can think about would be before the season because we, SJ was very vocal about not liking Wood and not wanting him him, him being a loser and all that. Yeah. So I'm not sure how this game would need would make this come up since Wood wasn't playing and wasn't doing anything to. I know. Um, I haven't been able to listen to their most recent episode, but I know they did have a conversation about Wood on there, so maybe it's a reference to that. I don't I don't think so. I feel like I did listen to the episode. I don't remember anything like that coming up. Okay. I think positive or negative. I think Dwight mentioned like would not be in a championship piece and Uh like he's a guy that helps your team be cute. Like a team that can win in a regular season, but not necessarily in the postseason. Right. Um which probably true. I think that's fair. Yeah, probably true. And I I, I don't think I don't <laughs> think SJ got back on getting rid of Wood. I think she was pretty much in the same vein of like the way I talked about Jalen Brunson last year of we keep him because we have to. Yeah. Um because <clears throat> you have no other options. Yeah. Is he the answer? Probably not, but you keep him so you can flip him later. I'd say he's definitely not the answer. I wouldn't say probably not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's the same. It's the Christian Wood situation is exactly the same as the Jalen Brunson situation. Yeah, you don't want to make that same mistake twice. Yeah, did I think Jalen Brunson was the long term <laughs> answer beside Luca that was going to be the dynasty piece? No, I felt like he himself was being held back 
or would be held back by Luca. And I felt like he didn't compliment Luca enough to really be that second piece. But we had to re-sign him to be able to flip him for that piece eventually, whenever that would have been, whether it's this season, if we had re-signed him, next season, the season after that, you, you keep that piece there to keep your team in the mix so that you're attractive to that next guy that actually is going to be the answer. And again, I feel like that's what the same position we should be in with Christian Wood. I always said that I felt like we'd be much better if we had Brunson and Wood, but sometimes I think I don't even know if that would have fit well, to be honest. It wouldn't have been like, like we, it's the same. Like, I don't think it would be the answer, right? But it would, we'd be better. I yeah. Think. Um, and then again, we'd be in a position now where we'd be looking at flipping one of them to get the another guy that fits better. Or both or of both. them. Yeah, or both. Both of them. With Brunson being locked into a big contract and would be in an expiring, we'd be able to get a guy whose contract is out of this world. Yeah. A guy who's making 30, 40 million currently type of thing. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. We ain't in that position, though. Right. We, we didn't have the foresight. So, regardless, um, the Clippers, a team that does go to the basket a lot, team that does have some bulkiness on the inside a guy who likes to get on the glass and work in the paint paint bam as we know is more of a floater if you will more likes to work from the middle of the floor Zubak is not that now we were able to get Zubak into foul trouble again which helps but it wasn't enough Kawhi PG the rest of those guys were still aggressive attacking (sighs) get into the basket uh it was funny listening to Hart talk about how PG can't get by anybody and then watch PG get by Tim at, at will, watch Norm Powell get by Reggie Bullock at will, those type of things. It was I just cool. wish like for every game there was an option for a neutral broadcast team. Because mm-hmm. even on both sides, regardless of the team, whether it's the Mavs or someone the Mavs are playing, I just get annoyed listening to biased commentary like jesus christ it was funny like every now and then um skin will uh say like you know i don't think that's a foul blah 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 but he'll like also catch himself and say and more importantly i don't want it to be a foul like type of thing like to acknowledge the bias is there right um which is fine like if you're acknowledging it then cool but yeah, whatever. I, it is what it is. Uh, one day we'll evolve to a point where you can have your option of broadcasts. And I know there are some apps that have tried the live broadcast thing. I don't think any have really stuck. Like if we wanted to be the, the broadcast team for a yeah. game, like there might be some type of I would I wouldn't. Nah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that was before I got into podcasting, that was something I always thought about, like wanting to do. Like I remember yeah. like 2012-ish. 2013, me and my roommate were together. I was like, man, if we could just like have people watch us watch the game, like reacting to it and shit, like that would be dope. Again, that was before I even knew what a podcast was. So uh one day that'll that'll be not only a idea and something that can be done, it'll be something that's easy to do. Like, yeah. To have access to other broadcasts. Uh the big guys won't like that, but you know, the people want what the people okay. want. let the market dictate what happens, not with uh, whoever's in control of shit but um 
I don't know the 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 theme of the game. There were a couple of themes of the game. One of them was our inability to make free throws. Uh, as a team, fifteen for twenty six, including two clinks from Tim to kind of cap shit off at the end of the game. Um, I'm gonna look at the the individual free throw numbers. Tim one for four. Dwight split his two. Spencer Dinwiddie four for five. Luca eight for thirteen. Uh, Josh Green one for two. That fucking eight for thirteen looks like a field goal percentage. Like, yeah, yeah. So fifteen for twenty six as a team. That is fifty seven point seven percent. On the other side, the Clippers went thirty for thirty one. How many points is that in differential, you might ask? That's a 15-point difference in free throws made. Shit, PG went 8 for 8 and Kawhi went 7 for 7. We lost by 14. Norman Powell went 5 for 5. Like, these wasn't just 2 and 2 and 2 guys. Yeah. Who missed one? Morris. Morris. (laughs) They had 15 more made free throws than us. We lost by 14. That's all I'm saying. Uh, on top of the free throw disparity, couldn't get a stop. Couldn't get a stop to save our lives. Now, with that said, I enjoy seeing us rotate better with Josh and Dorian back in the fold. But once they find that soft, creamy, nougaty middle, it's a wrap. Get in there. <clears throat> That's what y'all do, Dwight Powell. Who, you know what? Never mind. I ain't going did Dwight Dwight Powell barely played late in the game? Uh, he finished playing twenty one minutes, nine for nine points, four boards for him. Not mad at that, but uh, <clears throat> yeah. I just love how the flip just scripts on Dwight Powell so much. That's all. Nothing against the guy. Like he's not a bad player. He's a serviceable backup. Yeah. Gives you good minutes off the bench. He's Drew Eubanks. It's like we went from last year, oh, the White House sucks. We need a better center, which half of that is true. We do need a better center. We go into the playoffs. Oh, we need a real rim protector. We thought we had one, but this dude's ass, JaVale McGee. So the White Powell comes in and takes his place. Um, okay, the White Powell starting over Christian Wood for some fucking reason. Oh, uh, see, the defense is better with the White Powell because the White Powell can switch. But Y'all clearly saw that our issue on defense wasn't switching. As soon as the activity goes to the rim, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Like, y'all saw that. Like, that's obvious. Like, Dwight Powell can switch all he fucking wants to. Once they attack the rim, it's curtains. Christian Woods a better – I hate to bring it back to Christian Wood. Christian Woods a better rim protector than Dwight. not saying Christian Wood's a rim protector. Right. But compared to Dwight Powell, he's better. I don't think that's a subjective statement I'm making. I think people can pretty much, people who aren't biased can pretty much admit to that. Um, But the White Powell is also not a bad player. No, he's a, like, again, (laughs) solid rotational big that can give you 15 to 20 minutes of competent basketball play. And he's past that, it's questionable. It's like y'all shit on the White Powell a lot until y'all need a White Powell narrative to shit on another player that you have a narrative about. In this instance, it's Christian Wood. 
before it was JaVale McGee, which was warranted because JaVale McGee actually fucking sucked. Um, we had good games from Tim and Spencer tonight. What we call them? I guess we can call them good games. Eight for seventeen. And result in a win. Eight for seventeen for Tim. Eight for eighteen for Spencer. Yeah. Tim five for ten for three. Spencer one for five from three. Spencer <laughs> was frustrated a lot tonight. Still did not result in a win. Mention his going to the rim and not finishing. That happened a good bit. He was expecting yeah. fouls in situations he didn't need to expect fouls, stuff like that. He uh, looks for him like he's one of those. I get it. Like he's, he's if, him. If you feel like you're fouled, it should be called, regardless of who you are. But you have to actually have like some realization of the league we're in. You ain't one of those guys, so you're not always going to get it, especially when you're trying to purposefully look for the foul. He thinks he's James Harden. Like he's he's doing a lot of James Harden type stuff. And then surprised he doesn't get the foul because he's spent a damn with You should know by now. It's the definition yeah. of insanity, brother. You're trying the same thing over and over. <clears throat> and if same you're especially especially if you're gonna <laughs> let it affect you, that's bad for everybody. Yeah. Which it appeared to to do. Uh Dorian Finney Smith finished with eight points, four boards. He was three for eight tonight, two for six from three. Josh Green uh played. 29 minutes, six points, two boards. He was two for seven. He missed, was it two or three inside? He had a floater from the mid-range that was kind of a weird angle. I didn't want to hold that one against him. Um, But he did miss a couple layups. One of them was he got a spin move off of Kawhi, tried to finish with the offhand, probably didn't expect to be that open. It's hard for me to be hard on him for that one too, but he missed it. but no bad attempts, I don't think, from him. Everything he, he had one three, he had to force up. But other than that, no bad attempts. I'm going to mention something about uh, Josh Green. Um, there's this thing going around, I guess, where I'm pretty sure there are some people who feel like Josh is untouchable, but there's guys who keep putting Josh Green in trade machines for shit that ain't worth it. And when people say they don't like it, they assume it's because they think Josh Green is untouchable. Right. Um, there was a guy, I cannot remember his Twitter name. Um, he put a trade in on a trade machine. I replied to it under our account. Um, Elon Wright, Rui Hachimura, and Daniel Gafford. Or Christian Wood and Josh Green. In my opinion, that does not make sense for either side. But then he tried to say Rui Hachimura is 10 times better than Josh Green. I know Mavs fans have, like, wanted Rui Hachimura, like, it's been talks throughout the season. And Rui Hachimura is good. But 10 times better than Josh Green is a crazy thing to say. Because Rui Hachimura hasn't shown that he's 10 times better than anybody. He's shown that he's a solid piece to a contending team. We're not a contending team. He can provide some scoring for like a Golden State, a a team that just needs a small piece to go over the top. What do you expect Rui Hachimura to do for us? You want to trade our second best player in Christian Wood, another top five player for us in Josh Green, who brings us defense and energy, excuse me, some playmaking and some rebounding for Rui Hachimura, who is just going to bring us some scoring. This person must think Rui Hachimura is going to be a 20-point-per-game guy as soon as he lands in Dallas. And that's not going to happen. 
It's not going to happen. And I'm not saying it just uh, like, I'm not opposed to trading Josh Green. The only person on this team untouchable is Luka Doncic. If, if the trade is right, Josh can go. Like, sure, he has a lot of upside, and I think he still has some growing to do, and he could be a nice piece growing next to Luka. I'm not expecting him to be a number two guy either. He's a solid starter. But for the right price, he can go. Yeah, I'm not trading Josh for anybody that's not guaranteed to give me 18 to 20. Rui Hachimura ain't. Like, we're trading Christian Wood as well, a guy giving us at least 18 points per game. If I'm trading Josh Green, I'm getting a guy I think can be Luka's number two. Yeah. Like, that's the case here. Along with Christian Wood as well, that just don't make sense to me. For DeLon Wright, Daniel Gafford, and Rui Hachimura. Yeah, that's lazy. You're trading the the pieces, you're getting back things that would help us, but you're losing, you're getting three, three players that will help us incrementally. And you're losing two key pieces in the process. Like if I can get any of those three guys without losing Josh or Christian Wood, I'm all, I'm in the long right would be great off the bench for us. Yeah. Roy Hachimura will be great off the bench for us. Yeah. Daniel Gaffer will be great off the bench for us. I think he would. Well, if Christian Wood's still there, I don't think he'd start. Well, I don't know. I I don't. And you could mix and match, but I will put him ahead of Dwight Powell. Yeah. For example. Uh, Not maybe not immediately because he'll have to learn everybody and whatnot. But like talent wise, I will put him ahead of Dwight Powell. Um, Like each one would be a rotational player for us. Yeah. No doubt. You cannot guarantee that Rui Hachimura is going to start on this team. But if you're losing two rotational dudes to do that you're losing a you're losing 50 minutes of player and you're getting back probably 50 minutes but at smaller chunks like nobody needs none of those guys is fully replacing christian wood i just think fans have taken the whole oh we don't need an all-star next to luca we just need you know a lot of guys who can complement him well way too far because Rui Hachimura is not a number two. He's not even a number fucking three. He has been very level. I'm looking at his numbers career-wise. 13.5 points a game, 13.8 points a game, 11.3 points per game, 13 points per game. 1.8 assists, 1.4, 1.1, 1.2. Six rebounds, five and a half rebounds, four rebounds, four rebounds, like... His numbers have pretty much been level. Field goal percentage, 46.6, 47.8, 498 48.8. Three-point percentage. And I'm looking at this year as an, a down year anomaly because of the mental stuff he probably went through. But three-point percentage, 28, 33, 44, and then this year back down to 33. That's not a guy I'm ready to bank on. Can I trust him to get me some points off the bench? Probably. Yes. Actually. But a trade like that means that you think that he's going to become a steady number two, number three type. And I'm not ready to go there. Too much of a gamble. I'm not ready. Another guy I don't think. Like a lot of fans want OG Ananobi. Shit. I want OG Ananobi. Honestly, I would give up Josh Green for OG Ananobi mm. in a heartbeat. 
but I also don't think OG Ananobi is a number two next to Luka. I think he's a strong, a very strong number three. A very strong number three. He's a great piece to a contending team, but if he's your number two, you're not winning a championship. No. I don't think but, he's number two, but very, very strong number three. Yeah, but Josh Green in a heartbeat. I would give up uh, what I think I'll, yeah, I will give up Christian Wood for OG Ananobi. Josh Green and Christian Wood? Just for OG Ananobi? No. Okay. I'm not saying we need something big back, but if it's like a small role player, rotational guy in there, then, then I'll take it. Uh, before we move on from this game, real quick, I, I, I'd be remiss to not talk about. A certain character being deactivated. They, talking about. they must have said the, the words again. And uh, Reggie Bullock went back into his hole. Oh, man. <clears throat> He's not a killer no more. Um, At the one game, though? Zero <clears throat> points? 32 minutes? 0 for 4? 0 for 3? One more. Give him one more game. You went from 24 to zero. Somebody said the code words. And you couldn't shoot no more. You had a killer instinct. I ain't saying he, I ain't killing him, killing him. I'm just saying for this game, somebody said the code words. All right. That's fair. And the yeah. killer, killer went away. He result, He resorted back to Bucky Barnes. He's not the winner soldier right now. He became pre-war Bucky Barnes again. He was just Bucky on the street. Yeah. With, the, with his little scrawny buddy. Fine plums and shit. Um, <clears throat> Frank Nielakina got got used twice tonight. Twelve <laughs> seconds. The end of the first quarter, he came in for a defensive possession, and the end of the third quarter, he came in for a defensive possession. That's the only time we saw Frank Nielakina. Jaden Hardy did not play. Um, think Dwight from Twenty One going on Seventy Seven said that. Uh, I asked because they said McKinley Wright was cleared. I was like, do we think McKinley Wright is ahead of Jaden? In, in rotation still or do we think Jaden officially like pushed him back and uh, Dwight said he thinks we're we're back to our playoff rotations which tonight definitely looked like that was the case with Reggie and Josh being the only ones that got real minutes off the bench still don't like Frank getting in before Jaden Hardy I mean Frank was only in there for defensive but literally it was five seconds left Clippers had the ball so they took Luca out and played I mean that's true that was it, but he didn't really get to do nothing. Um, and yeah, Hardy got no PT. Lawson, I do got to mention my boy Lawson went crazy in Frisco. Uh, he had 28-13. Um, you want me to pull up his number shit? I saw you post that on Instagram or something about it. The, the video was, was good. If, if anybody saw it or, or need to go find that, he, uh, he had a big game. I'm trying to find the legends. They sent me to where the fuck is it? All right. Uh, I'm going to give Travis. I'm going to give him five seconds. Four. Three. Two. I know I just saw that shit. And I just scrolled past it like a dumbass. Uh, I could have just went to the Legends page. This would have made this a lot quicker. I get too many notifications, apparently. Why the fuck? All right. That's Mavs PR. God damn it. 
I'm gonna find this goddamn clip now. I'm too deep. In too deep. Let's let's do this. This this would have been so much quicker if I just done this to begin with. Texas Legends. Boom. <clears throat> all right. So first of all, uh AJ Lawson had not played for the Legends up until this point. So this was his first game with the Legends last night. Okay. Um after we cut Tyler Dorsey, he stayed with the Legends. He's still been hooping down there. He's been having some pretty good showings. But when we sent AJ down, AJ moved Dorsey to the bench. And Lawson had 28, 13, four assists, three steals on a block. Uh, he was dunking on Cat. He had a putback dunk. I remember he had a couple fast break scores. He had a he uh was scoring inside early, and then in the second half, he said uh he after he got used to the guys, he got settled in, he started letting it fly from three and score like 22 points in the second half. He got the post-game interview as well. Uh talked about getting comfortable and uh being coached up by the guys being told you know this or by like jason kidd and them when he was with the mavericks like this is what we want you to work on this is what we want you to get better at etc and so forth so he looked the part um glad to see him step right in with that squad and, and get loose uh, i'm gonna do this here might as well the g league for the first time is letting you vote for the g league all-star game let it yeah, vote. That. So I've been trying to promote that. I'm voting for McKinley, AJ. I don't think Jaden's eligible. Um, so I'm voting for McKinley, AJ, and like a couple of other guys on other teams that I like. But get y'all votes in. Get our get our guys to the All-Star game. Like McKinley Wright, AJ Lawson, they deserve uh, that showcase to have that fun. And are they going to be like involved in All-Star Weekend at all in some yeah, so like I think they do <sighs> kind of like the I don't want to compare it to the celebrity all-star game, but it's like one of those type of things where they have like a game for them like on Thursday or Friday of that week okay. before the the big stuff kicks off. Gotcha. Um and I think you saw you might have heard Mac McClung is in the dunk contest. So they're trying to integrate the G League guys more. I'm sorry, what? Mac Mac McClung. Yeah. The guy that broke Iverson's records. Iverson's records where? In Virginia. In Virginia, like high school records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. That's the that's the NBA. Um yeah. Um I heard the name before. I think I seen the motherfucker seen on the K when I was in like looking at 60 overalls and shit. Um <clears throat> yeah, what about him? He got bounced for no reason though, so he's gonna be in a dunk contest. He'll be the first. Who, who he played for? The Delaware Blue Coats. And he's in the dunk contest. Yeah, he's the first G League guy to get get brought to the dunk contest. So it's four players in the dunk contest every year, and they giving a spot to a motherfucker that nobody. Let me look up this dude highlights because if this motherfucker, ain't never, literally, this is what he's known for. Like a we, lot of dudes be known for dunking, and when they get in the dunk contest, they don't be on shit. That's why they really willing to go to the guy with no name. Any white. Oh, my God. I mean, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, it's eight days ago. NBA dunk contest participant Matt McClung. Let's see. 
That's the question. What are you looking at? A mixtape? I guess it's a mixtape. It's a compilation. Is it from the Fans View app? Um, you know, home, home Team Hoops. Okay. On YouTube. Fans View posted one too. Oh, shit. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Hold up. Right. I need to see another one. One good don't don't, you know. Jomi posted his high school mixtape the other day. Jomi. Jomi the homie? Yeah, Jomi, Jomi the explainer. Yeah, he posted the Do you remember watching the Midnight Boys back when like Jomi and Steve wasn't really like in the episodes like that? They only went to Jomi like if they really needed something explained and then he'd come in like, yeah, what's up? Yeah. And then after a while, it seemed the transition seemed seamless. Like Steve yeah. and Tommy just became a part yeah, of like, it. Hey, just get these dudes some mics. <laughs> <laughs> we keep talking to them off camera. Like, get these dudes some mics. Did you, did you listen to the video game draft that they did? No. Steve is not allowed to draft anymore, bro. Was he doing stupid shit? Can I just tell you one? Go ahead. He drafted the T block from Tetris. <laughs> and it's crazy because he hyped it up. I can only imagine Vance. He started Vance. explaining it, and I'm at work listening to it on my headphones. So while he's explaining it, I said verbally out loud, I said, I know this motherfucker ain't about to do Tetris. And Charles was like, oh no. <laughs> I'm about to say, either Vance or Charles, like, Lost a body. Oh, he's not allowed to draft anymore, bro. I can't even think of what the logic would be. <laughs> like the Jordy LaForge thing, I let it go. Jordy, I, I let it go. I saw a picture of Jordy LaForge on fucking Facebook earlier. Okay. But the, the Tetris T block, man, come on, dude. Okay, they showing this dude shooting. I don't care about him shooting. I care about him dunking. He in a dunk. Oh, I find all these dunk compilations that you can't. All right, hold on. Let me. I'm because I just looked up his name. Let me look up dunk compilation. Dunk highlights. Here we go. The Jomi top ten dunks. Best white dunker ever. One million views. Okay. Jomi posted and said, "Nah, the Mac McClung <laughs> High School mixtape was crazy with the cry emoji." That's high school though, man. Nah, he's still doing it in the G League. No, I'm saying high school rims is is this four years ago. I don't the high what you mean high school <laughs> it's ten feet, ten feet. Matt McClung shuts down all this life dunk contest. Okay. That was when he had the red and black. I guess. Dang, who showed he with the corn with the braids? Yeah, red and black. <clears throat> okay. Oh oh whoa. Okay. Hold up. They ain't finished that dunk. I need to. I need to see that. Come on, white boy, show me something. You know what? I'm gonna just. I'm not even gonna look. I'm not gonna look nothing up because I want to be surprised. But he better come with it. Cause oh, who was that in the dunk contest last year? Obi Toppin, who put them Tims on. Obi with the Toppins, yeah. Come on, man. Like, don't be coming with no goofy stuff. It's three spots left in the dunk contest. Get some real NBA. Shaden Sharp and Kenya Martin Jr. Are they they got one more. So wait, those two already in it? Yeah. Okay, I'm cool with Shaden Sharp. He liked that. 
Um, you not cool with Kenyon Martin Jr. Hold, you ain't even let me get to him. <laughs> I I was about to say I'm cool with Kenyon Martin Jr. But I, whatever. You who's the fourth dude? Who's the fourth dude gonna be? I know Aaron Gordon said I'll do it if I'm in the All Star game, so we can not, rule him out. He not getting the All Star. You're not getting him, brother. Just say you don't want to do it no more. Like I understand why. Uh, basically, he got vacation plans, but yeah, like if you don't want to do it, that's cool. We know you got screwed a couple times. Like there's what it is. Like, but who else? Who else could do it? It's in Utah this year. Does Utah have a dunker? Laurie Marketing. Does Utah have a dunker? Lori, you, you look up Lori Marketing dunks, dog. Look up the Lori Marketing dunks. Dunk contest, bro. Lori Marketing is stupid. Put a European under the rim, he's going stupid every time. He's disrespecting all his neighbors. I ain't talking about no posterizers. I'm talking about the dunk contest. If he go up and do a windmill and yell, hey, the crowd going crazy. <laughs> Oh man, like I just I'm the dunk Louis contest Martin ain't what it used the dunk contest ain't what it used to be, man. No. The three-point contest is where it's at now, and I'm gonna tell you why. It's not just because the NBA is more three-point oriented now. That's not the case. It's a competitive it's because these real dudes don't want to get into the dunk contest. These stars don't want to get into the dunk contest. Okay. Yes, there have been winners. In dunk contest before from guys who wasn't stars, but think about it: Jason Richardson, Dwight Howard, even Andre Iguodala. He wasn't a star, but he was a name on the Sixers at the time. Uh, J.R. Smith was in the dunk contest at one point. Uh, Nate Robinson, like what? Nate Robinson, wasn't a star by any means. Dwight Howard. I said Dwight Howard. Uh-huh. I think. Yeah, I said Dwight Howard. It's just like, bro, Matt McClung, like. They just want some entertaining dunks at this point. I mean, yeah, but Zion, please, brother. Like, what we got to do? Please. And you know, I hate to do this. It's LeBron's fault. Yep. It's LeBron's fault. LeBron keeps setting these precedents for the league, and people wondering why stuff changes. LeBron. LeBron said LeBron was one of the best dunkers in the league, one of the best players in the league. He said, no, nah, I don't want to do the dunk contest. You know why? Because he ain't want to lose and get exposed. He ain't got that dog in him. And he now all these stars like LeBron ain't do it. I ain't got to do it. Right. He ain't had that dog in him. Like Michael Jordan went out there and did it because, Kobe his, did idol, it. because his idol did it. Kobe did it. Dominique did it. Dr. J. J did it. Dr. J was Michael Jordan's idol. Michael Jordan did it. Amari Stoudemire, Jay Rich did it. Right, like the dudes that when your idol did it, you won't want to do it. These dudes that looked up to LeBron, they following the Mm -hmm. LeBron model all the way through. And it's it's why you got all the buddy-buddy team-ups. It's why nobody's everybody's not going to expose themselves by going into dunk contests because they ain't got that dog in them. Even though it was one of the worst dunk contests ever, Dame Lillard did it, John Wall did it, PG did it. Yeah, we we just in a new era at the end of the day. Um, Shit ain't right, man. We gotta get we gotta get some more dogs in the league. Shit ain't right. We ain't, ain't gonna be no dogs. This is AAU, the some, AAU generation. Some puppies out here. Puppies with smartphones. Should make me sick, man. Anyway, <clears throat> I want Laurie in the three point contest, though. I think I'll take that. But he ain't getting in no fucking dunk contest. We can't have two. Never mind. 
Come on, son. You can't do it again. Not when you looking like a, 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 a clan member with the hat right now. Like the hat was pointing when you had your hat. Hey yo, move on. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Uh we'll come back and get into this other stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, the NFL playoff action continues. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57. And for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winners with each leg you add up to 100%. For instance, if you have three legs, you might get 25%. Five legs might get you 45%. If you go big and you add about 10 legs, I'm pretty sure you'll get about 100% boost on your odds. Better odds means more money. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on NFL Divisional Round and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, folks, welcome back. Um, we actually took a break this time. It might have be some bonus content at the end of the episode. Stay tuned for that. We'll see how I feel about I gotta trim that shit up, actually. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I might give y'all some of it though. Remember that guy, that Warriors fan I was telling you about on Facebook? He finally responded to something I said because I said y'all ain't even got no depth. He said we got at least seven dependable guys off the bench, which you mean no depth. I said, yo, no, he said we got at least the seven dependable guys off top, which you mean no depth. So I'm assuming he means five starters and two off the bench. I said, so you only going to play two people off the bench? He said, Poole and Kaminga. My fantasy team says otherwise, my good brother. You talking about the playoffs? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to let... Um... <clears throat> what was I going to say? I, the fun thing about the West is that whenever they get it down to eight teams, any of those eight teams is going to be able to win. It's well, just, nah, not in a seven-game series. You trust the Grizzlies? You trust the Pelicans? Depends on who they playing against. That's what I'm saying. It's going to depend on the matchups. Okay, was, yeah, That yeah. was the next thing I was about to say. Depending on who gets matched up against who, like, I'm not going. I can't today say that there's a team I trust to come out of the West. No, yeah, I agree. Like nobody losing is going to necessarily shock me, depending on who they lose to. If that makes sense. Whereas in the East, the Celtics, there's no excuse for them to lose to a lot of teams. I think it's a lot of good teams in the East. The Bucks got to get healthy. The Bucks, the Celtics. I think the Nets with a healthy. Team looked good. Yeah, the Celtics got to get, or the Nets got to get healthy. The Bucks got to get healthy. Uh, Philly's healthy good. right now, ain't they? Who? Philly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like so Philly. 
But like Cleveland. Cleveland. And that's so it. But so first round is where I'm saying they ain't got no excuse. Yeah. Second round is gonna be questionable. I don't believe in Miami. But then again, but that like if Miami is the eight seed, that's gonna be scary. Yeah, that's true. So that's that's where that's the only one that's like if iffy. Knicks and Jimmy Butler turn into a top three player in the playoffs. So like I'm not gonna expect the Knicks to beat the Celtics <laughs> if they end up the eight seed. I'm not gonna expect the Wizards to do it. Like <clears throat> we'll see how it plays yeah, out. Again, we talking about every team but the Mavs. Because yeah. right. speaking of the Mavs, uh, it's the last day ish of um, our trade session with the other podcast on the network, and I think. We're going to try to come up with one more offer for those of you who maybe missed the previous episodes, aren't aware. We previously traded uh, Reggie Bullock and the 2027 first round pick for PJ Washington and a 2023 Utah Jazz second round pick. So <clears throat> we were looking at potential other trades. There's other podcasts on the network that are available. We could do a trade with any team, but we wanted to try uh, to keep it to teams that actually have a representative. And so I came up with one for the Knicks. I'm going to pitch it to Reese right now, and we'll see if it's it's good enough or if we need to change something about it real quick. So you mentioned the Knicks were a team that you were looking to do in a trade with. Yeah. Uh, Based on our (laughs) needs, my biggest need for the team as far as basketball goes, is a point guard off the bench. And if we can get some youth, I'm here for that too. So for the Knicks, I proposed a trade of Tim Hardaway Jr. and Frank Nilakina for Derrick Rose, Cam Reddish, and two second-round picks. I debated if I wanted to ask for a first because they have four in this upcoming draft. <laughs> but I don't know if I could, we, we could get away with asking for a first. Does the money work out on that? Yes. How? Rose is making like 14 mil, I think. Oh, okay. For two years. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Because I own, that's the only reason it like crossed my mind to even include him in it. Because I remember previously we were talking about guys we could go after, and he was on that list. Um, I'll pull up the the trade right now. Actually, where are the Knicks at? <clears throat> once you said um, point guard off the bench and some youth, I knew where you were going with it. Yeah, like once I said that, I knew you were going to know. Yeah. Um, but let me add. <clears throat> so Rose again, two years, his fourteen and a half mil. Um, Cam Reddish is expiring at six. Uh, we'd be getting Tim sent back to New York and I'm going to bring you my pitch and then we'll, we'll word it. If you're, if you're in agreement, um, Tim and Frank back to New York, I should say. Yeah. What are your initial thoughts? I'm still not too sure because here's the thing. I told people, you know, I would do Cam Reddish for Reggie because I don't feel like Reggie has that much of an impact on the team. Most nights he's playing 30, 40 minutes and he's not fucking scoring. Um, I feel like Tim does have an impact on the team. And I'm not sure how much Cam will be able to contribute. 
and I'm not sure how much that rolls. So here's my vision in that trade. So we do that trade. Starters become Luca, Spencer, Josh, PJ Washington, Christian Wood. Off the bench, Derrick Rose would be Luca's. Wait, backup. wait, 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 wait. You're not starting Dodo? PJ Washington's taking his spot. Okay. We could also go Dorian Finney Smith instead of Josh if you want him to put Dorian at the three. I probably would do that. That's fine. I like Josh off the bench. Luca Spencer, DFS, <laughs> PJ Washington, and Wood. Off the bench, you got Josh. Or D Rose, Josh, Maxi, Powell, Cam Reddish, Bertans, McGee, Hardy, Theo, as you please. Theo. Um, um, <clears throat> the the point being, we'd have an actual point guard on the bench, wow. uh, somebody who actually facilitates. We'd be closer to what we were on last year's run as far as our guard situation. Like right now, it's just Luca and Spencer. In yeah. this situation, it'd be Luca Spencer and D Rose. Um, <clears throat> it still gives us a little bit more bulk with PJ and Josh in there. Uh, we have one guy to gun beside Luca instead of two, which again, tonight they looked okay together, but that's not optimal long term. Uh, we'd have better def- we'd have a better defensive situation. With Dorian being able to play the three and PJ at the four, and both of them be able to guard up more. Um, and then PJ, I put him as that maxi mold, that maxi light. I don't think he's exactly maxi, but I think he can play that type of basketball. He can pick and pop, he can do athletic things as well. Um, and he at times has been able to hold it down as a small ball five and. I wouldn't put him there permanently, but if you have Wood there, he can kill some time. Like if Dorian can kill some time, PJ Washington can kill some time. Uh, he's not as tall as maybe you would think, but he has very long arms. Okay. <clears throat> so. I see that vision. I haven't watched Derrick Rose in a while. I yeah. know the last time he was playing, he was fine. I just don't think he has a spot in that New York rotation. Yeah, I don't think he does. <clears throat> Obviously, he doesn't want to leave, but New York would definitely trade him if they were getting something of value back. I get what you're saying. And that's where, like, for, for Tim going to New York, it's um, a guy who is a three-point threat. They need somebody that stretches the floor, and that's that's what he provides for them. Yeah. With that group that they have. Yeah, makes sense. As is, so I had a second round pick. I'm going for the Detroit seconds for 2024 and 2025. Damn, their first round pick, right? Which for the next year at least, they'll probably push back on. But I didn't think if I asked for the first round pick, they probably shut it down immediately. But if I asked for the future one, oh, and they it's a Knicks part. They probably hate Tim Hardaway Jr. too. Yeah. We might we might be able to get, but I mean, do they like rose and reddish? <laughs> so that that's where that difference is. <clears throat> I have we have to have a good pitch. So if you're not on, if you're not out, uh, I'll do the pitch. I'm not out. I'm I'm with. All right, <clears throat> let me uh, lubricate the vocal cords. Sorry, what? 
putting the KY on the vocal cords. Oil, hold. Putting uh, some water on, on my vocal cords. <clears throat> Voice was feeling extra raspy. Um, <clears throat> who is the guy on the uh, next pod? See if you get it up before I do. Pause. God damn. Peter Kennedy. He does the Knicks and Nets. Interesting. New York. <clears throat> Makes sense. All right. You got the timer? Two minutes, right? Yeah. All right. All right. Am I jumping in this? Do you have anything to add? Not much. I just, just, okay. So Tim and Frank for Cam Reddish, Derek Rose, 2024 second round pick and 2025 second round pick, both Detroit. Yes. Okay. All right. And go. Hello, Pete. Mike Bibbins of the Mavs Outsiders podcast, along with Reese Williams. We are coming to you with an offer that you can't refuse. Sending home two New York boys, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Frank Nielakina. Tim Hardaway Jr. will give you the outside threat, that guy that stretches the floor that your, your offense desperately needs got too many guys that want to drive to the rim you need that outside threat to open things up for them frank is on a team-friendly deal that de-escalates over the next three years in return we're asking for derrick rose cam reddish and two seconds that's the 2024 and 2025 seconds from detroit Why would we want Derrick Rose? Well, we need a third guard. Since we since y'all stole Jalen Brunson from us, uh, we need another guard in the rotation that can handle the ball, run the offense. Currently, we only have Spencer and Luca doing that. It would be nice to have another guy. Uh, you guys were asking for second round compensation for Cam Reddish. Instead, you get a rotational guy in Tim Hardaway Jr. that adds value to your team. Derrick Rose doesn't really fit what y'all are doing anymore. Cam Reddish, trying to get something back for him. You're getting Tim Hardaway Jr. I know you had history with him. I think he fits better with your current team than he did in the past. What you think? Minute and 36 seconds. Okay. In and out. All right. Uh, the pitch sound all right to you? Yeah. Sound good. So that's the offer. We'll see what they say. We'll send that over tomorrow. Um, make, really making the deadline. Say what? I said you're really making the deadline. I mean, that's that's how we operate over here, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, shall we move to the weekly segments? Yes. I'm looking at the matchups right now in the fantasy league. Your boy, me played the balding point along with team coops, the best teams in the league, 11 and two. And it looks like I'm finna get that dub. 1295 to 1226. Currently uh, I have Ja playing later 
Jaron Jackson playing later, DiVincenzo playing later, uh, Isaiah Joe playing later. He has Gilgis Alexander playing later, Lou Dort, Tyus Jones, Royce O'Neal, Torrey Craig. I'm up 70. I like my chances. Jalen Brunson is actually still currently playing for me as well. And Gary Trent Jr. I like my chances. If I get that dub, I'm back to 500, and y'all better watch out. That's all I'm saying. I didn't even set my lineups this week, bro. Reese is trash. (laughs) You actually look like you got a chance. How? You're playing the Freeport Islanders. I'm playing Shaco. You're down 26 right now with 33 points on your bench today, currently. Is Shaco not making his lineups either? I mean, let's look at the rest of the week. So you left 33 on the bench today. You left. Let me put Kaminga in, in, in the damn. Steph, you left like 60 on the bench the other day. He didn't leave any. You left 24 on the bench another day. Looks like he set his lineups. You left 135, 150 points on the bench this week. Mostly R.J. Barrett. So I'd be winning. So you would be comfortably winning right now if you started July. Set your lineups. Played yourself. Anyway, Shiko's about to get or Shiko's about to get a W. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> Boys don't Kawhi versus girl, you know it's Drew. God damn, it's an ass whooping. Boys don't Kawhi, five hundred and five points. Girl, you know it's Drew, eleven hundred and one. Doubled up, doubled up. Embarrassing. Watch the throne take care, taking care of OKC, <clears throat> Oklahoma City, OKC, Sean, 1273 to 995. Team Wild Bill looks like they're going to catch an L. No, hold up. Team Wild Bill is down 90, 97. 90, yes, 97 to SJ's children currently. He has Miles Bridges, Brandon Clark, Stephen Adams. Yeah, he's not catching up. Yeah, SL. Shout out to SJ. She's still rolling. Josh Green is OKX leading creative team name by 24 points right now. He has Kenrick Williams, Jeremy Grant, Chris Paul, Aaron Gordon, and Wending Great Gabriel left. Looks like creative team name has Seth Curry, Andrew Wiggins. And that's it. So it's probably looking like a, a W for Jay Green is is okay. X Bay Area MFFL beating the brakes off of Toby Bumaye, ten sixty five to seven seventy five, and probably injured, which I believe that's the side we called him out previously. He changed his team name, but side went stupid this week. Fourteen hundred twenty one points to ten eighteen. He's gonna put. Team Coop's run to an end. Uh, is Team Coop's even on a run? Yes, he was on a five-game winning streak. The bottom point was on a six-game winning streak. Uh, Saib and I handed him those, those L's this week as we both fight for the playoff position. 
if I win, Shieko's about to beat you, right? Yeah, more than likely, unless Jonathan Kaminga just goes crazy tonight, which isn't going to happen. So I feel like you're working against me at this point. Okay. Between you beating me and you not beating Shiko the week that I beat the best team in the league, you're the reason I'm not in the playoffs. <laughs> Single-handedly, you're the reason I'm not in the playoffs. Off those what you're two saying teams. is I'm an op right now. You feel a real oppish right now. Judas, before the evening is through, you will betray me. Type B. Um, anyway, let's keep it moving. I, I don't even know if you picked the person. I, I did. All right. I damn near didn't want to. Uh, I was going to come <laughs> on here and be like, ain't no Mavs outsiders on some hero of the week. But um, I came up with one. Um, Despite putting up a donut today. Hell no. (laughs) No. No. Unacceptable. Despite putting up a donut today, the Mavs Outsiders Unsung Hero of the Week goes to Reginald Winter Soldier Bullock. We went one and two this week. So it's very hard to pick um, an unsung hero, period, because guys ain't contributing to winning. But um, Reginald's winter solace continued this week, as except for today. Um, and he stepped up in the Miami Heat game, and he stepped up. Fuck, who did we play before that? Stepped up in the Hawks, the Hawks game as well, even though that was a loss. The Miami Heat victory was, oh, damn, this motherfucker threw another interception. The Miami Heat, I'm sorry, talking about Dak Prescott. The Miami Heat victory, (laughs) that was crazy. The Miami Heat, the Miami Heat victory was, was, was a clear victory, a comfortable victory. And he contributed to that with his shooting. He's been shooting well this week. Hopefully it continues into the next week and we can win more games because of it. But yes, Reginald Bullock is the Mavs outside his unsung hero of the week, even though Bibbs ain't feeling it. But let's see what weatherman Bibbs is feeling for the week coming up ahead. What's the forecast, weatherman Bibbs? <laughs> Thank you, Reese. You know, the winter soldier... Got me feeling a little frigid after that shooting performance tonight, but uh, perhaps a little magic from the Wizards. That uh, You know what? I fucked that up, but we're going to keep it rolling. A little wizardry <laughs> will make me feel a little better because we're playing the Washington Wizards. KP has sat out games previously ducking that smoke. <laughs> Let's see if he ducks that smoke this week. The Wizards have been a weird team. They had stretches where they were playing well. They've had stretches where they've been playing bad. Rui Hajiwa has said that he wants out. Sort of. Said no comment after previously saying that whether it's here or there, I would just want to be on a team that wants me. The Mavs have been known to pull trades with teams that they're playing against. Could Rui be a Mav before the week is through? We'll see. Moving ahead in the week, the Mavs will be going to Phoenix. 
Phoenix Suns, more like the Phoenix Buns, but for real, not even making a joke this time. Phoenix has been straight ass cheeks for quite some time now. They've fallen out of the playoff picture. Are they even in the play-in right now, Reese? Do, do you know? Let me check for you. I can have that answer very quickly. Speaking to my guy off camera here. <laughs> they are currently the 10th seed. Yeah, the Phoenix Suns currently in the 10 spot uh, below the Utah Jazz, below the Minnesota Timberwolves. They're only a half game up on the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are still trying to figure out whether they're tanking or not. Do they need Wembenyana when it comes down to it? Uh, Could we be the team that helps push them out of the play in? We'll have to see. Then finally, as we move to the end of the week, we've got Another team I mentioned just now, the Utah Jazz. Another team that needs to decide whether they're tanking or pushing for the playoffs. The Utah Jazz in Utah should be a fun one. Laurie Markinen wanted to be a Dallas Maverick at one point in his life. We said, nah, good luck with that figuring out the NBA shit, bruh. And he said, bet, hoes, I'm coming for you. Laurie Markinen has been on a body count spree of just clapping every single European that he runs into in the paint. Hopefully Luca's not under the rim this coming weekend. Uh, and that's going to do it for this week, Reese. That's three games against three teams that are currently in the play-in. How you feeling? Um, I'm going back and forth between two and one and one and two. Because I feel like knowing this team, we're gonna lose one. We're gonna lose to the Jazz. Um, actually, where is that game? That game's in Utah. We're losing to the Jazz. Um, I feel I just have this feeling we're gonna lose one of the Suns or Wizards games that we should not lose. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm going one and two. Unfortunately, it's it sucks because that win streak gave us a real nice lead above 500 and we about to fuck it right up had a nice little cushion and you know i I played the villain by pointing out that it probably wasn't going to be sweet too much longer and it it no longer is sweet um i i'm somewhere between oh and three or one and two i'm gonna go with one and two because i don't want to violate us that hard i want to believe we can beat the wizards or Suns. like you said i don't trust us against the jazz team I want to think that we can beat the Suns' current iteration right now, the way that they've been struggling. I want yeah, to think that's we, my one. Yeah, I want to think we can beat the Wizards as well, the way they've been playing lately. But I don't know. And with Christian Wood, we don't know if he's going to come back this week. If Christian Wood comes back, I might have gone two and one. <clears throat> yeah. But with no Christian Wood, not being sure if he's going to be able to play with that broken thumb, not going to be sure how he looks if he does play with the broken thumb. I I couldn't do it, so I'm, I'm gonna go one or two. Uh, I'm yeah. not excited about where we're at right now. Yeah, this is not an exciting week, uh, to say the least. To be quite honest, uh, I I don't know. Um, it sucks, and we only have one home game this week. So, when is the All Star game or All Star weekend? February, the weekend of the 18th and 19th. 18th and 19th. So we stopped playing. There's games on the 16th. Okay. 
last games are on the 16th, so we still got like three weeks of games and shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. I I, I just want to get to the break. I want to get Maxi back. I want to see this team at full strength. Um, we'll see if any trades happen too. Trades can happen in any at the any moment. Uh, but as it stands, this should be a week that we'd be excited about. Yeah. Playing three weak teams, but I, it's hard for me to get excited about any of these games right now. I'm not excited at all. <clears throat> Stuff. Um, the only exciting thing about the Wizards game will be like, oh, well, we're playing KP, but what if that motherfucker sits out? And even if he don't sit out, he might cook us. Yeah. As it's we a very good possibility he's going to cook the fuck out of us. So <laughs> that's uh, that's not exciting. Um, I guess that's really all we have. I say yeah. all we have, like we haven't been on here for an hour and a half. Yeah, we actually have talking about everything but the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> that's funny because we definitely did not play it that way. I really thought we was going to be in and out and then we just started talking about everything else. It just happened. Yeah. Um, anything you need to pitch? Anything like that? Nah. Um, no. We kind of did our tweets as talk and talk in the last episode. Looks like you're yeah. you're gonna be carrying the next two, if not mistaken. The next two what? Episodes. Sunday episodes? No, next Sunday episode and then the next week. Oh. I was about to say what the fuck. <laughs> that was confusing. That might be you're talking about the ones this week, the recap. Yeah, you got the you got the Wizards game and then um you'll have the the weekly next week. Yeah. So the next one of each type of episode. The only yeah. one I'm going to. Yeah. I, I, the Suns game is the only one I'm doing this week. Yeah. I got the Wizards, the Jazz. Yeah. Because that's on a Sunday. So, yeah. Right. Um, all right. I'll get the pitch out and we'll go from there. All right. Until next time, folks. Oh, I, I, I actually, wait. Did you do that five-star review earlier? Did you do? Did you? You might have been washing your hands or you might have been in the shower at that time, but you're not doing either of those things now. So if you if you are available, if you're not driving, you're not in the car, you at a stoplight. Pull up the app, hit the five-star minimum. Or if you're on Apple, five-star. Love these guys in the t- in the, the comment. Uh, a five star symbol in the in the in the notes. Whatever you got to do, goat symbol. Whatever you got to do, leave your boys a five star review. We're trying to keep moving up in the algorithm. But until next time, folks. Oh, I did have something I need to pitch. Shit. Have you seen Pod? Uh, I'm gonna have like five reviews dropping in the next few days. Um, most of them might be solo, and they're probably gonna be more like whether you should or shouldn't watch these movies type of deals. Um, and then I might have a, a, a nice big one with with some guests here coming up soon. Stay on the t- on the lookout for that. But uh, with that said, have you seen S C E N E Pod? Should be on the lookout for that in the next day or two. But until next time, folks, peace, peace.
and that's and that's the thing. Like you think about this generation, like we're overexposed. Like we on camera all the time and shit. You would think that you wouldn't give a fuck at this point because everybody's seeing everything and reacting to everything anyway. I promise you, nothing can be more embarrassing for Zion than that goddamn FaceTime he did with that white girl. <laughs> nothing. No, you're beautiful. Don't say that. Come on, dog. Stand the fuck up. Uh, she's very beautiful to me. <laughs> oh man, I wish we. I wish this. I'm say this I this at the end of the episode or something like right. like the outtakes. Oh man, they gotta hear this. Oh shit. Um. Damn. Who can dunk? I'm trying to think of people, man. I don't somebody that could realistically get. Oh my God, the kicker missed the extra point. I look, I'm like, it's six. Not for the, the Cowboys. The Cowboys. I look, I'm like, why is it seven? To, or did they attempt? Uh, hold up, nah. You said it was seven three while ago. I thought it was about to be seven to three or six to three. He must have missed it, or they they we went for two. That's embarrassing. Let me see. Man, who got hops? What the fuck? Ain't nobody with hops no more. Yeah, he missed it. Oh, he got to go. He got to get fired. It really ain't nobody with hops no more. Get Josh Green in there. <laughs> fuck, fuck it. That might be the answer. Damn, now I got to look this up. This pissed me off for real. 